What's going on, Bulls fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related. Last night against the Washington Wizards, the Bulls big three all stepped up. We're going to talk about comments from Zach Levine, Billy Donovan about the Bulls win, how the Bulls can now build on top of that to hopefully start building some momentum in this easier stretch of games in December. We're also going to break down a, a wild trade idea from Bleacher Report. We'll get into all that and more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for all things Chicago Bulls, hosted by Hayes. All right, Bulls fans. So the Bulls got a dub last night against the Washington Wizards, and Zach Levine had this to say after the game. I think we all just did our job. There was a lot of things we could have did better in the game, especially in the first three quarters, but we all came through it at the end, made winning plays. Let's say this, right? The Chicago Bulls team, while they did not hold on to the lead throughout the whole game, they did get up to a 10-point lead in the first quarter. That 10-point lead did not stay around very long. Um, they end up going, uh, they're they're up by only three by halftime. But at the end of the day, is this. The Washington Wizards did take uh, over the lead briefly. They were up by four uh, at five at one point. But nonetheless, this team battled back. They showed that defensive intensity that we needed to see, that defensive effort. And every one of the big three hit big shots over the course of this game. Nikola Vucevic with two really big threes over the course of this game. Zach Levine, several big threes, getting to the lane early in the game, things like that. DeMar DeRozan being back to being the king of the fourth. All those things held true. But outside of just that, we got plays from Patrick Williams, plays from Ayo DeSumo, plays from Alex Caruso, plays from, from members of the bench. Andrew Drummond uh, had a bit of a questionable stretch there. But outside of that, Everybody did their job and came in and contributed to this win. And this is how the Chicago Bulls need and should want to play every single game. When the Bulls play like the way that they did last night, they can play with anybody. I can't say they can beat anybody, but they can play with anybody. And as they continue to build that up, we could get to the point of them being able to beat anybody. The, the Chicago Bulls in last night's game, 29 assists on 45 made baskets. We heard from uh, head coach Billy Donovan that this team wanted to be that team that has five to seven players in double digits and gets 25 to 30 assists. We saw close to that last night. Uh, we also did have uh, four players in double digits for the Chicago Bulls, but still big contributions from Io DeSumo coming off the bench. Kobe White did his thing at times with six points off the bench. Andre Drummond, Andre Drummond had some questionable things where it's just like, hey, I get you having fun out there, Andre Drummond, but don't forget to play within the confines of the game. Derrick Jones Jr. were not a big scoring output. His 14 minutes, he played some really good defense, did some things uh, and, and stuff like that. So this team played a really, really solid game. And it felt good for, for the Bulls to win in a play style like this. They moved the ball early. Um, they, 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 they did not just sit back and watch these players play, especially in the fourth quarter when DeMar DeRozan did start cooking. It wasn't one of the things where everybody else on the team just kind of sat back and watched DeMar go to work. No, we still have players cutting without the ball. We have players setting screens for DeMar. We had, we had things going on to where this team just, it looked like a much better and more solid team than what we've seen in the last couple of games. Bulls also shooting the ball well. 50% overall from the field in this game, 43% from three-point range. They went 10 of 23 from three-point range. While not huge um, out, but they did their thing. Five of 17 from the free throw line. Now, that's one of the things in this game. The free throw discrepancy was wild. Uh, the Bulls getting 17 free throws to the Washington Wizards, 29 free throws in this game. Those type of things definitely have to improve. You don't want to overlook that at all. But at the end of the day, it's this, right? This Bulls team came in. Um, the, the big three all doing big things, uh, uh, all big three over 
over 25 points from all the big three. It was a combined 77 points from the Chicago Bulls' big three in this game, right? We haven't had output like that uh, this season. This is, I think, the first time this season that we've had the big three all score over 20 points in a win. DeMar DeRozan with 27. Uh, Vooch and uh, Zach Levine with 25 points each. Again, Zach Levine continuing putting together these really solid defensive games. In this game, Zach Levine having a defensive rating of 102. This is after the game against the Sacramento Kings where he had a sub-100 defensive rating of 98. So we're starting to see this team maybe start putting signs of putting it together, right? I know that's been one of the biggest things over the course of the season as far as talking and kind of some optimism for the Bulls is can the Bulls be a better second-half team? The Bulls have the second easiest schedule in the NBA from now until the end of the season. And so when you when you have that type of thing, that's what you want to say. I know there are going to be a lot of Bulls fans that also say um, in this in uh, have only winning by this much against the Washington Wizards without Bradley Bill. There's some concerns there. And I would say that's fair enough. But this team needed to get a win in the in the manner that they got the win in. And now let's build upon that and start improving some things uh, with this roster. DeMar DeRozan saying this, we're definitely capable. There will be games where other guys come up big for us and take the weight off us having to score. It will vary. As long as we stay aggressive and compete our butt off, I think we'll be fine. And that's what, that's it. That's really all it takes. That's all it takes in this, in this from the Chicago Bulls is playing with that consistent effort, keeping your head up, giving that effort on both sides of the ball, stepping up big time when you need it. That's what, you, that's what you need. That is what you need. Um, Zach Levine playing really good in this game. Now, he did shoot 4 for 13 at one time, so, you know, that that is what it is. But outside of that, he played great in the fourth quarter. Um, three straight three-pointers in, in the third in the uh, fourth quarter from Zach Levine, all needed. We already, already talked about Vooch's big night as well. Vooch over 20 and 11 in this game. And uh, head coach Billy Donovan had this to say. Vooch played a great game from start to finish. He was really efficient, had everything going. He posted up. He made some mid-range and a couple of threes. In the second half, but I give DeMar and Zach a lot of credit. They struggle to shoot at the level they're accustomed to shooting early, and they stayed in the game as competitors. Every member of our big three, of our core, played well. Vooch was the most consistent. Vooch was the most consistent over the course of the full game, and that that's I know there's a lot of Vooch hate around. I know there's a lot of concepts and thinking that, oh, Vooch is going to be traded, and he's still very well made, right? But at least in this game, Vooch giving great effort in this game, 25 points, 11 rebounds, three assists, two steals, and two blocks from Nikola Vucevic. That's a stat line that you don't want to overlook. Vooch came in. He balled out last night, and that's what we needed. Uh, uh, Patrick Williams putting together a really good first half. The second half, as far as scoring with Soso, he still does some really good things defensively in space, things like that. Uh, Patrick Williams goes five of eight uh, from the field in this game. He passed up. There was one time where he got the ball, and had he just went to the went to drive it through the lane, he would have had an easy dunk, but he hesitated a little bit. That play kind of broke down. Um, so those are things that we want to see Patrick Williams that continue to build in um, that focus and that aggression and that confidence. But five for eight from the game isn't too bad. 11 points, three rebounds, one assist. That's all from Patrick Williams. He had a pl positive plus minus of plus five. But one of the stories of this game is going to be Alex Caruso. Alex Caruso with the highest plus minus of any Bulls player. And this is why people who are in the comments and say things like, hey, why is Alex Caruso getting the minutes that he's getting? It's simple. Because Alex Caruso affects the game in so many ways other than shooting. I've told you guys, Alex Caruso has never been a volume shooter in his career. He's never been a player that shot the ball extremely well. Never been a player who shoots the ball a lot. He's not going to get, you're not going to get that from, from 
Alex Caruso on this team. But at the end of the day, he ch he chips in this four rebounds, nine assists, four steals, only one turnover from Alex Caruso in this game, and the highest plus minus at plus seventeen. That's what Alex Caruso is going to give you. If you watch the game, you'll see he just he dictated the pace at times, and Ayo Desumu did the same thing as well at times as well, dictating the pace. Um, and so just with that, the passes that he did, the the behind uh, or through the legs pass that was just crazy to Patrick Williams. He can't. He was. He assisted Patrick Williams on two of Patrick Williams' biggest dunks. So Alex Russo's role is not to be a shooter on this team. He does need to shoot the ball better when he decides to shoot, but that's not his role. He affects the game in so many other areas of this game, and that's why he has the highest plus minus on this team for the season, not just in this game. And so you got to start breaking things down like that. I understand people wanting to see Zach Levine. I mean, sorry, want to see Alex Caruso shoot the ball a little bit better. That's fine to want. But at the end of the day, he does a lot of things other than just shooting the ball in this one. Ayodosumu starting to develop a play style from Ayodosumu. His first step is, is amazing. He has an explosive first step when he, when he knows he's going to go to the basket. Regardless, he absorbs contact well. He finishes well around the, around the rim. He went three or five in this game uh, for eight points, two assists, two rebounds, and a steal from, from uh, Ayo Desumu in 20 minutes played off the bench. He led the team off the bench in minutes, and, and Ayo has responded pretty well to his benching. Very well, I would say he's responded to. Experience the thrill of March Madness. If you're still out on the hunt for a sports book to call home, Bet the nonstop action of March Madness with MyBookie. Enter the bracket contest for a chance to take home prizes up to $25,000 or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, MyBookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now and take advantage of our generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is claim the code BULLCENTRAL but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up to the minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about my bookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, from anywhere. Use the promo code BULLCENTRAL to secure your limited time welcome bonus today. He's benching and he's putting together a nice stretch of games, is he? And so that leads us to just some of the things that we're going to take away from this game, right? Um, and, and what the Bulls did well. Um, and, you know, one of the things that, or so, and some of the things they did badly. The turnovers in this game, for one. The 19 turnovers in this game that translated to over, I think, 25 points um, and points off turnovers for the Washington Wizards. When we're talking about how close this game was, if the Bulls held, held on to the ball better, this game isn't even close. The Washington Wizards were able to stay in this game. The Wizards, who didn't shoot the ball overly well, they shot the ball 48% from field, but were 9 of 31 from three-point range. The Bulls allowed them easy buckets and stuff like that but like I said, over 20 points um, and, and points off turnovers from the Washington Wizards, the Bulls have to hold on to the ball better. Now, I know that those turnovers come by the Bulls trying to move the ball a little bit more, so that is kind of why those turnovers come into place. But as they continue that passing, we want to see them be the team that passes. We want to see them be the team that moves the ball. And those turnovers right now are part of the growing pains in that. That does not excuse it, but it is part of the growing pains in that. They need to keep that up. Um, but drop the turnover. They need to keep the passing up, but drop those turnovers down because you're allowing teams to stay in games with the way that the Bulls turn over the ball. Now, if they can start getting those turnovers in gear, we're looking at some uh, a big difference in score and output from the Chicago Bulls. So that's one thing good. The Bulls had a great start in this game. The slow starts were over from this game. They started off this game coming out, firing all cylinders. Like I said, getting up to a 10-point lead in that first quarter. They didn't hold on to that lead, but they did get up to a big lead in that. And so 
outside of that, in the second half of the game, the thing that hurt the Bulls as well, 11 turnovers. Um, that, 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 that's some things that the Bulls need to, to, to look to work on, right? We all know that. Um, so that's definitely one of the things in that. The Bulls did hold on to the lead, though. Eventually losing the lead, they went down by five, but they responded very well in this game. And that's some of the good things uh, that we saw from this team in that, that, that we need to keep working on. Uh, Daniel Gafford balled out on this one. Listen, I tell you what, Daniel Gafford, I've said, and people ask all the time why the Bulls let go of Daniel Gafford, but he outworked Andre Drummond in this game. And so, you know, I need to see them do a little bit better. Um, he only got six points, three rebounds, and two blocks. But at the end of the day, it's this, right? Daniel Gafford came in and he made an impact. And those blocks that he got were definitely impactful. I wouldn't mind him on this mission. Now, he's about to start making $13 million per year as a player that only is averaging 13 minutes per game for the Washington Wizards. But again, played a big role in this game. Um, and so, you know, when the Bulls went down in the fourth quarter, it that was a game that usually the Bulls would then go on to lose. The way that they held on to it, it is what it is. This team got enough stops. They did the things that they needed to do. They ratcheted up defensively when they needed to. And that's and that's what it is. And also the big three in this game combining for 33 of the 35 points in the fourth quarter. Just just keep that in mind. That is crazy. Um, from when you have when you're able to get that production from your big three and have them play in the way that a big three and a core should. You you pay them to do that. They should be able to come in and and do the type of thing that they that they did in last game. So, you know, at the end of the day, it's this. The Bulls also not 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 taking a bunch of threes, but we're 28th in the league in three-pointers um made so far per game. But the Bulls shot the ball pretty well from this one. And so with the energy of Javante Green missing, also want to point out this. Has Patrick Williams earned his starting spot back with this play in the last two games? Javante Green out with a bone bruise. We don't know when he's going to be back for sure. Again, it's not the same thing. The bone bruise isn't necessarily what kept Lonzo out as long as he did. So we'll see what that plays into for the Chicago Bulls. But, you know, those are the things. So that's my overall thoughts on the game. You guys can let me know what you think about everything down below. Now, before we go, I do want to talk about, um, A, so far, the mock draft. Uh, and where it has the Bulls sitting at. And then also I want to talk about a trade proposal um, that that we, uh, not proposal, but a trade idea from Bleacher Report for the Chicago Bulls to kind of start writing their season and getting their season under underway. So let's see what we have here. So the Bleacher Report in this article um, was, and this article wasn't just about the Bulls, it was trades that buyers and sellers could do. And so the, they actually have the Bulls trading with the Washington Wizards. They have the, the Bulls sending DeMar DeRozan to the Washington Wizards, and the Bulls get back Will Barton, Roy Hachimura, Johnny Davis, and a future for a first-round pick that's top five protected. Now, the first thing I'm going to say with this is this deal can't go through. The Bulls can't send out only one player and get three players back. Now, we can cut Tony Bradley to open up a roster spot. That means we would still have to send another player. But I'm going to ask you this, just on the basis of the, of the, of the trade, Roy Hachimura and a, and a first-round pick that's top five protected, as that being the base of a deal for DeMar DeRozan, what do you guys think on that? I look at it like this. I, I would not want to see the Bulls give up DeMar DeRozan for Roy Hachimura. Not to crap on Roy Hachimura as a player or anything like that. I don't want to do that. But, like, I don't look at him as the caliber of player necessarily that I think is going to be uh, what the Bulls need. Um, that's just my personal opinion. I know that some people may agree. Some people may disagree with that. But I look at that trade and I'm just like, huh, how does that really benefit the Chicago Bulls? And that's one of the issues with this so far is that the Chicago, like, Everything that you've heard from the Chicago Bulls possibly making trades or anything like that, all of that doesn't really quite sit well right now. Like it just, it, it doesn't seem like they're actually giving the Bulls enough back that the Bulls will want because the Bulls are still a team that's going to try to compete now. 
So I get it. The first future first, especially for a team that's given up a lot of first, isn't bad. But um, I don't think that that's necessarily the deal. And I've kind of talked about if the Bulls do make a trade, kind of what I would want to see. I want to see Yaka Porto be kind of the the focus there. If the Bulls do decide on decide to move on from Nikola Vucevic, which I still doubt. I'm, I'm putting there is it's highly unlikely that that's going to happen. But no, we'll see. We'll see. Again, we'll maybe start doing more trade ideas, things like that. Um, also, in the mock draft so far, the Bulls would pick number six. Well, we know if that pick falls out the top four, the Bulls don't hold on to it. So that means that pick will go to the Orlando Magic. But what we are going to talk about the Chicago Bulls is right now, that Portland pick that the, that the Chicago Bulls are owed um, does would be the 21st pick in the draft, which means the Bulls would get that. So we're going to be getting a pick that is uh, the 21st if the draft was right now. Um, from the Chicago Bulls. So, I mean, from the Portland Trailblazers for the Chicago Bulls. So, you know, if that does happen, you know, c- considering where the Bulls fall, I hope that they they raise their own stock to where their f- own first-round pick isn't that high up because the Orlando Magic are slated right now to have the number one overall pick in their own pick. So for them to have the number one pick and the sixth pick, I just don't want to give the give the Orlando Magic that. So we need to see the Bulls do better. But that, that Portland Trailblazers pick, not mad at that at all. If we end up getting the 21st pick from the Portland Trailblazers, we know what AK and Eversley do in the draft and how deep they go in the draft as far as their research. So I, I trust that they're going to come out with a solid player and a player that looks at me. It seems like right now they the Bulls uh, in this mock draft have them selecting uh, the the Arkansas power forward slash center Tre- Trevor Bazile. Um, and so he is a power forward slash center. Um, he's right now shooting 39.3% on three and a half, three pointers per game. And he's it seems to be a really big player as far as in transition and a big that can get out and run. I'm necessarily hating that pick at all either, but we're far off from that. We still don't know. There's still a lot to be said. And one of the things I also want to point out with this team before we go is that, yes, this the start of the season has sucked for the Chicago Bulls, who are now 10 and 14 on the season. It sucked. It's it, And we deserve better. I've said that you guys heard me fired up about all that, but the Chicago Bulls at the end of the day right now, they are they are three two and a half games back from the fourth seed, right? Let's keep that in mind. The Chicago Bulls are two and a half games back from the fourth seed, from the fourth seed. So while this season has been dour, while this season has sucked, while this season has really not been fun as a Bulls fan, let's keep in mind for all the people that are saying, hey, this season's over, it's all over, it's this and that, we are two and a half games back from being able to be the fourth seed in the Eastern Conference. The East is tight. It's really tight right now. And so because of that, there's been no teams to separate themselves. And because of the parity in the NBA as a whole, the Bulls still have more than enough opportunity to work themselves out this hole that they dug themselves in. It just remains to be seen if they're actually going to do it. And we'll continue to watch it, monitor it here, talk about it right here at Chicago Bulls Central. So make sure you guys are following the show at Bulls Central Pod. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns. Chicago um, BullCentralPod at gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave a text and our voicemail, the number to do so, 773-270-2799. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related because of you guys. And like I liked in every episode on, go Bulls. Love you guys. And see red y'all. Peace. This has been a presentation of The Break Break Media. Media.